So when we understand what types of relationships we have, we can take the pressure off of the relationship to be something other than its intended purpose. It can allow that relationship to flourish. Welcome to another episode of Clarity Cafe. We're excited to have you join us today as we have some fun things to talk about. And in our last episode, we talked about self-care. So if you haven't heard that episode, definitely take a listen and pick up some daily habits that will help support you feeling better, like simple stuff like short walks, baths, music, calls with friends, books and podcasts, just like easy, quick 10-minute things that you can do. And uh, if you haven't already, pick a goal for this week for self-care and try to schedule some time in your calendar, even if, again, if it's just five or 10 minutes a day. So in this episode, we're going to learn an easy way to enhance our well-being through connection and to navigate the types of connections that we might come into in our lives. Of course, this is infinite possibilities for the different types of people that will come into our lives. And if we're fortunate, we'll have many types of friends throughout our lifetime. And these relationships can come in for a reason, a season, and a lifetime which is a fun way to take a look and categorize at a high level what the type of relationships are. So when we understand what types of relationships we have, we can take the pressure off of the relationship to be something other than its intended purpose. It can allow that relationship to flourish and be all that it can be without smothering or pressuring our friends to be someone other than who they are. We can look at our friendships as investments and categorize them into the types of investments we have. Like a reason or a season or a lifetime, we can make sure that we're investing the right amount of time in helping these relationships grow without overdoing it and losing ourselves. It can allow us to find reciprocal relationships that are based on self-care and nurturing ourselves and our friends. So let's dive in. What do we mean by reason, season, and a lifetime? Friends who are with us for a reason are those friends that come into our lives usually like similar to things we're going through or have gone through, and maybe they've gone through similar things as well. For example, if you're going through a divorce and you learn that your soon-to-be ex-husband is a narcissist, then you might find yourself fortunate enough to have someone or a friend in your life who's gone through something similar and the two of you can share some pretty wise insights about what you've learned or are learning in going through that process. Now, seasonal people, they can be like neighbors. Perhaps you got a neighbor that you get along with and you like to walk your dogs together or hang out and barbecue with once in a while. You may enjoy their company, but you're not like BFFs by any stretch of the imagination. Once you or they like move to a new location, the friendship can fizzle out. So these are good friends to spend an afternoon with while you're neighbors, but it's smart not to confuse them with a BFF and try to squeeze more out of the relationship than it is. And third, lifetime friends are friends who are together with us no matter what is going on in our lives. We may talk to them daily or it could be once in a great while, but they're always there regardless. They know you well and they see you deeply. These friendships are really validating to the core. Even when you haven't spoken in years, these friends are there. You can pick up the phone, and when you pick it up, it's like you pick up wherever you left off the last time you talked without very much effort at all. It's an effortless friendship, and it's set in a fun, playful vibe. 
These are our lifetime friends, and it's important that we be sure that we have quite a few of these. Yeah, that's great, Callie. Thanks for explaining those three types. I think it's really helpful to look at our relationships in this kind of a framework and see if we maybe are attached to having certain types of relationships. For instance, maybe the reason someone comes into our lives is for us to learn a lesson on something that triggers us. So let's say we have a friend that's really fit and committed to their health and diet, and they seem to just kind of do everything right. And then when you're around that person, you find yourself feeling a little bit less because you're not living your life exactly like that person. And that person becomes kind of a, an example that you are always holding up to yourself and judging yourself. And you can change this dynamic if, if uh, you take the focus off of the other person and, and really onto yourself and think of these triggers as a way to reflect back, like a mirror reflecting back to us what we're needing to see in ourselves. If we can look at what the trigger is, for example, at the core of all of the envy feelings, you're really jealous of her commitment to herself and her showing up for her health on a daily basis. And perhaps you find yourself giving up your time and schedule to other people or commitments that leave you feeling drained at the end of the day and wishing you might have spent your time a little bit differently. So an easy way to get present to that and maybe potentially impact how you deal with that is if you're able to get quiet and recognize that what you really want is energy at the end of the day or that feeling of calm, then hanging out with that person could turn and transform from an exercise in self-judgment and move more toward an inquiry of how you might discover some new habits that would work for you. The idea is not to try to be like the person, but to find your own tools and habits that you can use to improve your health and well-being and impact how you feel at the end of the day. And as you shift your perspective with people who trigger you this way, your time with them can help you find that commitment, that commitment within yourself that allows you to show up for yourself and thus, over time, improve your self-worth and bring that practice of self-love more into your daily life. Barb, my favorite friends are lifetime friends. Mm. These friends nourish me so much and keep me sane when the world seems to be unbalanced. Like you, when you came into my life, it, it, we hadn't met, but we <laughs> once we became friends, it was like, it, did, it wasn't like it took years mm -mm. to become the friends that we are. We were like the friends we are, like pretty instantaneous, like it was fantastic. Because um, these friendships like that, they're not just people you've known since primary school, that does not what makes a lifetime friend. A lifetime friend can come to your life at any time. It's like you've known them for many lifetimes before. That relationship is established on a soul level, and it's the stuff that makes life worth living. And you and I both know we need these friendships in our lives. And if we're sitting, if you're sitting there and you're listening to this as a listener and you don't feel like you have any lifetime friends, I want you to just Take a deep breath, close your eyes, smile, and open your heart and your mind toward the experience of a friendship like that. Take that deep breath and let the universe know, and the secret is let yourself know, <laughs> that you're ready to attract these friendships into your life. Take another deep breath and just smile and know 
that now there's room for those people to come into your life and you just need to keep your eyes peeled. Now, if you have a lifetime friend and you haven't spoken to them in a while, this is your call out. Shoot them a text, make that phone call, make a date for a video chat. It's time to catch up. Yes, that is a great action item to come out of this podcast. And I hope all of us do that, including myself. As we talk about this topic, I've become really present to the fact that all friendships are blessings in our lives. And it's really important that we take an inventory of the friendships that you have now and be sure that the right level of attention and commitment is being given to the right type of friendships. All types of friendships are really helpful for whoever they are. But it's really great to know that a seasonal friendship, like the season of COVID, is going to help us get through these tough times. And we don't want to put more pressure on any relationship for it to be more than it is. Being able to accept and allow each relationship to be whatever it is, remembering that we are all human and will thrive and we are all honest and valuing what comes up for us during these times. Yeah, that emphasis on maybe recognizing what type of friendships you might have. You might have more of some type or less of another, you know, whatever that is, just recognizing kind of what they are in those larger categories. And then making sure that you have the mix that you want is like the first sort of tool is that inventory. What you can do is observe how you're spending your time. Who are your go-to people that you spend time with? Are you surrounding yourself with trigger relationships where you're just constantly getting triggered all the time? And if so, is that healthy for you to spend that much time being triggered? Or would some of your time be better invested with your lifetime friends or other types of friends? Uh, Look at your daily habits for how you reach out to people. Are you showing up for others in the way that they need to be shown up for? And are they showing up for you? Does there need to be some adjustment in the time you're investing into certain relationships that may not be as nourishing to you and your well-being as some other relationships? Yeah, to add on to that a little bit, Callie, I think one of the interesting things that comes up for me in this conversation is are we doing things out of a sense of obligation, somehow sort of, sort of social obligation, rather than out of an authentic Uh, recognition of what that friendship is and the kind of nourishment that it needs. And so it's always good to look at the question of of what your motivation is in reaching out to people. And the feeling that you had when we did that little exercise a minute ago about, about a lifetime friend is, you know, close your eyes and take a breath and think about who these people are to you, who this person is to you, and then make that decision in the moment of how you interact with them. Um, And you might find that it changes, you know, instead of doing things out of a sense of obligation, you're doing things out out of a sense of authentic connection and the feeling that you want to have with that person. I think, Barb, that that is a fantastic call out. And I just want to tack on in addition to that about the why. Why are you reaching out? So we, we mentioned triggers. We mentioned you may be into co-solving a big problem like, you know, a, a divorce or relationship problem. And someone else has got something that's matching or similar. We also could do an entire series of podcasts on codependent reach out. So mm. though we won't dive into the deep end of the pool today, 
I do want to just call out that sometimes our why might be a sense of obligation, as you mentioned, and that obligation may be a, a deeper level of an addiction to codependence and having to check in with certain people who are super needy, who also we feel that, you know, we're getting something out of and we find ourselves just con- continually checking in to their drama. And so looking at those relationships as well, because at the end of the day in a codependent relationship, it's that type is not necessarily going to be in our highest wellness for finding nourishing relationships that both give and that both parties are thriving in. And I know that could be another podcast, but it's important to see your why. I think that's a fantastic call out. Yeah. It's a juicy topic that I'm sure we're going to get into in a in a future podcast. <laughs> Very juicy. <laughs> yeah. So as we think about friends and whether they're here for a reason or a season or a lifetime, I think one of the most important things is to think about who really is your best friend. And if you, we had a, an episode uh, in a little bit of chill podcast that talks about learning to be your own best friend. And this is really useful to help get some perspective on how you can upgrade your relationship with yourself. And that also helps to enhance all the relationships that you have with others. So please check that out if this seems like a a good topic for you. Thank you for joining us today in the Clarity Cafe. As always, take what gyms work for you, leave what doesn't, and share what helps you with the people you love. Do you have a special type of friendship or a a routine or something fun that you habit that you have with your friends a way you hang out in video chat or maybe you're doing a once a month paint class whatever it is we would love to hear what you're doing and what some fun ways that you're hanging out in these challenging times in our next episode we're going to be talking about you and your best friend barb gave us a hint who that might be on the roller coaster of life. So tune into our next episode. We can't wait to hear what you have to say online. Find us on Insta, on Facebook, and you can always go to Clarity Cafe Podcast.